get this thing started. So what we've got going on this week, uh, we have the uh, acreage survey data release tomorrow morning. That would be Wednesday the 16th at 8 a.m. Uh, we're going to release all the information via email. There will be a webinar that goes out at the same time. I think uh, Zach said it's 12 minutes long. So Rich going through and, and talking about that uh, and kind of giving us an idea of where we sit. Um, what else we have? We have the pre-report snapshot on the 30th. Um, what else? Oh, we got some big things coming up for the podcast. That's going to be a... You and I have seen them. Yes. Maybe a little change in format. So we'll... Uh, we'll Not be... to mention the five, Matt. Yeah, right. And then uh, we were taking the week the week before Easter off. So I believe it's the April 12th episode will be uh, no episode. We'll be back on April 19th. And then uh, if anybody listening to our uh, to our podcast right now wants to uh, get a deal on the uh, premium content uh, or anything like that, give Lindsay a call. She'll uh, she'll get you hooked up with some sort of a special deal. I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, that's a special uh, uh, research uh, project that they're working on. So, uh, But you got to mention the podcast when you call for Lindsay. So, uh, But, I mean, let's get right into the show today because it's – it's not like there's not anything to talk about. Still in war, still at war in Russia. We're well, Ukraine, in Ukraine, yeah, right? Right. Russia in Ukraine. Um, we have COVID in China again. Uh, we've got crude oil thirty-five off the highs, thirty-seven off the highs, depending, roughly yeah. depending on where you're at. Um, you've got. Uh, uh, corn and beans sliding a little bit. Uh, wheat slid way off and then has started to come back. Uh, uh, so now we're only what maybe a dollar or so off the uh, off the highs. Uh, all of this has happened in the last two weeks. It's amazing what you know how nuts this uh, this has been. But where do we go with this Russia thing? What are we hearing about Russia right now, Mike? Well, a lot of what it sounds like is Russia is just progressing along nicely and uh, what they want for pursuit. And they've taken over some city centers. They've taken over some energy plants. They've taken over some key areas. And the more they've taken over, the more it seems like these peace talks are coming back to the limelight. And it's not at this so much peace talks as much as what seems like Ukraine just being bumped up against a hard place with Russia just – breathing down their throats at this point well i mean the the situation right now what the, so russia wants the two uh the two states that they had proclaimed as independent states they want them to be sovereign russian states uh so they want ukraine to basically give up that uh, that region or those two regions they want uh crimea to be recognized as sovereign uh russian territory um they want uh, uh Ukraine to not enter into any kind of a block. So like NATO, they can't get into NATO. They don't want them into NATO. That's what I think started this whole situation, right? They, or part of it, maybe that was the underlying. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's so much backstory here and we'll see if that's what Russia ends up 
wanting at the end of it or if they keep throwing in caveats as they continue to press forward and continue to just keep Ukraine on their heels. But at this point, it's seemingly like it should be over soon. There's headlines saying that it should be over soon, but we will see exactly what that entails because it's such a cluster with these headlines. I mean, we have... U.S. put sanctions on Russia, and then Russia says, no, you're not sanctioning us. We're not going to export. Right. So we beat you to the punch. And then uh, today uh, we they said sanctioned something. They sanctioned Putin – or no, they sanctioned Biden, uh, and Blinken, and the Secretary of Defense, in which his name escapes me right now. But, I mean, yeah. what's that going to do? And then Canada followed up with, okay, we're going to throw sanctions on now and – Russia comes back with okay. Well, Trudeau's not allowed in Russia, like he was going I'm, there anyways. But I'm sure I'm sure he's crying about that. It, it, <laughs> it really sounds like a kids bickering with how the headlines are going yeah. on. Yeah, because we're not going to enter, and they know we're not going to yeah. enter to really do anything. And well, and and the same thing with like what Putin said today, and what actually got the markets to kind of perk up a little bit. Uh, you know, crude came off its lows. Corn in the old crop turned higher. You had wheat uh, go from, I don't know, like 20 higher to uh, pushing into new highs at the end of the day, 60-plus higher. Um, but, you know, Putin says that uh, he didn't feel like Kiev was taking uh, their ideas uh, seriously or something something to that effect. Like they weren't uh, – they weren't – uh, they didn't have it in their mind that they were they were going to get this done, and it's like, okay, so we went from Sunday night, we're making progress, we could have a deal within the next few days, to all of a sudden Putin, who has not been involved in any of these things, even though well directly involved, I'm sure he's you know puppet master behind the scenes, but now all of a sudden here we are two three days later, and he's saying they're not taking it seriously, they are they aren't uh, listening to what we what we actually want, so. This thing's not over. It's you know we're going to continue to see this volatility, but I think the the concerning thing about what we've seen here recently is, you know, I think we talked about this in a previous uh, episode, but it, the volume has dropped off considerably, mm-hmm. and you, you are seeing a lot of movement, a lot of volatility moving back and forth. But I mean for on just extremely light volume. I mean, what, uh, 25,000 contracts a week today, f- like 70,000 contracts a corn or something like that? I mean, it was it was wild. Yeah, it's it's really brutal markets, and it seems like the spec spread, spread trader is really being able to push this pretty well with some irregular movements happening with, say, the front month upgrade and the back months just kind of hovering down lower and the low volume taking suit as well being able to use the spreads is a way to be long the market or short the market depending on where we're at and doing so at a reduced margin requirement with how much they've just pumped into margins at this point yeah. so yeah it seems very stagnant it seems very accepting of where it's sitting at and it just really seems range bound and much like it doesn't have much want to really push one one way or another until we see more developments about what's going on with the growing season right well and that's the that's the next thing i mean you're you're anywhere from you got one group of people saying that there's going to be a zero percent planted in in ukraine versus they'll get it done and then some um the tough part about what's going on in the ukraine is they're they're hurting for fuel 
fertilizer is hard to come by pesticides herbicides are hard to come by um so i mean you're you should be fertilizing winter wheat right now you should be getting ready to plant spring wheat and then right behind that you're planting corn so there's there's a lot up in the air over the next uh, you know two to six weeks and here we come you know we're going to get the usda report at the end of the month here acreage is going to be a big deal are we going to plant more beans are we going to plant more corn um and you know we still have this underlying drought or dry bias set up in the in the western corn belt and basically the the plains from uh from canada all the way to texas so do we have the potential to see seven dollars 750 new crop corn do we have the potential to see 16 dollars plus new crop beans is that is that going to happen i'll never say anything with certainty <laughs> uh but at this point it's really the question to ask is do we see a breakout because that's going to be the number one thing to be watching here do we get a break to the top side do we get a break to the downside because either way you could be looking at a very quick very aggressive movement one way or another mm-hmm. but as of right now to say that it's going to 20 bucks or 10 bucks or 18 14 wherever you want to throw your dart on the dartboard you need to see the direction yeah so right now i can tell you that we're most likely going to continue to be range bound at this time but which way it's going to break i'm yeah. not entirely sure and the longer we sit up here especially with margins increasing the way they are and volume decreasing uh, liquidation looks relatively likely right now from the longs that are holding positions in this market. Mm-hmm. Well, and then uh, we've got uh, you know we've we've got good demand. The demand for corn and beans has been good. Um, we we've seen here just recently that uh, we're seeing some corn uh, shipping to countries that we don't normally see it shipped to. It's small small amounts, but. Normally, those would be countries that uh, uh, would be supplied by the Ukraine, and that's not happening right now, obviously. Um, You've got uh, Brazil is pollinating some of the early planted safrina crop, and that's, I mean, might as well be planting a perfect crop right now and pollinating a perfect crop with how how good the rains in that uh, area have been. So... Um, you know, as bad as everybody wants to wants wants you to sh- see where it is on beans, we got a heck of a corn crop uh, possible uh, right now. I mean, their dry period is not uh, until what April or May down there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then let's let's talk about our friends uh, over in China. Um, they are struggling again. Uh, one of the reasons one of the reasons that we've seen crude drop as much as it has is we're seeing some uh, some covid issues over there. I think uh, Sunday and I don't I don't remember seeing anything yesterday, but Sunday they had 3200 cases of covid. Uh they had as of this morning four cities that were on restrictions. Um and that equates to about 50 to 60 million people, um which is you know drop in the bucket when you're talking about a billion or 2 billion people, but you know, where, what do we do with that? I mean, because that is a big issue when it comes to uh, crude demand. If they continue to shut down, like much like they did in 2020, are we going to be starting the vacuum 
down again like we did back then and have we have we already seen the highs uh, you got a large potential i think right now we're going to be seeing what's going on with springtime rain and that's probably going to be your main figure because everyone right now is saying okay well we got this great rally right now what happens if it's drier in the summer and everyone has on the back of their mind so no one wants to totally back out of this market mm-hmm. right here because what happens if we're dry this summer right what we go sideways for for two months right so it's definitely a large question but if we are able to get some good springtime rains that can help out with the subsoil moisture problem that's present right now you may be looking at what could be the yearly highs. Mm-hmm. Now, if it remains dry and then we can start to play in the next story and we can add premium on that side of things, we very well could be looking at an extremely volatile year and trying to figure out what that means for prices, whether or not we jump up another $2, $4, $1, whatever it may be. Uh, that's really going to be a big focal point is yeah. springtime rains. Well, and we talked last week about, um, you know, as we were talking about uh, economics, we're talking about crude, we're talking about um, the world situation right now. We talked last week uh, briefly about uh, uh, CPI and inflation, and that came out after our, our uh, episode released. But 7.9%, I believe, is what uh, CPI came out at uh, year over year. Um I mean, we've got a Fed uh, FOMC meeting this week. The minutes should be released tomorrow right around the close. Is there any chance that they don't increase rates at this point with the the inflation rate the way it is? Yeah, that would be a tough pill to swallow if they don't. I mean, they're really backed in the corner with this. If they don't, uh, it very well could lead to another round of extreme inflation. So, I mean, we're talking like 10 plus? Potentially. I mean, I mean right now. We're already, got, we're already going every, that way. Yeah, but. you got everything bottlenecked right now. Yeah. You got the war going on in Ukraine right now that's halting everything. If you see dryness persist and you see people being able to hold commodities and be gaining a lot more than what they're having to pay for interest payments. Uh, no, one, one. Uh, one rate hike is not going to do anything. I mean, it's it, it it will, but it's not going to solve the problem. Let's say they come in over the next six months and they raise rates four times over the next six months, and they start to get the inflation under control. What? what I mean, what's that going to do to our prices, the the ones that we're really watching, the the grains, the livestock, obviously crude oil is a big factor in that. Is that going to drop the the prices uh, substantially? Could it drop? Well, that coupled with what we saw at OPEC, which is producing more than what they agreed upon, you, you could see some things come to light that help stabilize price and bring them back down, and that's definitely going to be wanted ahead of the midterm elections this year. So you got midterms, which you'll be seeing positioning to try and get as much gain as possible. You got prices that are extremely overflated right now, and if you want to win the vote, you definitely have to make some moves to decrease these prices because they're hurting everybody. Yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, just the the, the markets themselves, I mean, it, it, when you go to the pump and, you know, I don't know where everybody is that, 
listens to the show, but I know we're we're at four fifty a, a gallon here, roughly. Um, I mean, it, it's. Uh, I remember two thousand eight. Maybe that was before you were driving, Mike. I don't know. Probably you might have been in kindergarten by then. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I remember two thousand eight, and and it it was you know you go to the you go to the gas station and you're gonna put. in your tank and it's how long can you sustain that I I, for one I mean you're just now getting a lot of companies starting to go back to the office will that last if if everybody has to worry about paying you know 80 bucks every three four days or five days for for to fill up their tank well funny enough I have already heard companies saying that they're putting work at home processes in place because of how expensive it is Mm -hmm. so you're definitely into demand destruction yeah no doubt about that yeah i mean that is a that is a big deal that will that will take the price back down that and and as we you know as i mentioned earlier you do tend to see this vacuum around the 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 crude market when the crude falls you go back to 2008 when crude fell off in early july that was it for the for the corn and the beans. I mean, they followed quickly and they dropped hard. So I mean, it's it is possible that you know once they solve this uh, solve this situation, whether it's a demand destruction or whether it's a supply issue, this is going to fall apart. And I mean, I can't see how we don't have some sort of recession, or maybe we're already in it. But you know, when we get the the speak from, you know, what Yellen saying, oh, I don't think we'll be in a recession. I think that's code for we're we're definitely going for a recession. We just don't know when it's going to start. Yeah. <laughs> Hide the panic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's her job. And that's the same thing with uh, with uh, Fed Chairman uh, Powell. It's, you know, whatever they can do to calm fears. But uh, I mean, you don't have to you don't have to spend a lot of time looking at the numbers to know that we we we're due for something something pretty nasty here so yeah a lot of fun stuff that we get to talk about here and get the plans <laughs> together for the springtime so we like greg said there will be weeks coming up a uh, week coming up here that will be off so stay tuned for changes that's going to take place afterwards um Call Lindsay for that uh, research special and make sure you mention the podcast in order to get it. Uh, But to get in touch with Lindsay, call 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. But today for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Lung and Greg McBride signing off. You guys have a great one. 